Welcome to the Crane Reframe, a Fraser fan podcast. I'm Ash. And I'm Sarah. And we are on the air. Oh, I'm going to start saying that. I haven't heard someone say, oh, dear. (laughs) I didn't know what I was going to say. And all that came out of my mouth was, oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, because I think I'm usually like, oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Oh, dear. My grandma. Oh, bother like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. He has like, he has a little shake, like a breathy shake. He has a little shake to him. (laughs) Well, he does have a physical shake. Man Man has anxiety. (laughs) Man's got ass and anxiety for days. Thick queen, Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) What's his attachment? What's his attachment style? (laughs) He's an anxious avoidant. (laughs) Also codependent. And he has an eating disorder. <laughs> All right, that was Look, too far. That's mean. No, he's. I'm joking. Well, I think when I've seen the analysis on like the disorders they all have, what is this? He's on? usually like. No, he's not. Sorry, Tigger's ADHD. What is he? I think they gave him some. Oh like, yeah, because like you were like, depressed. Some people are like anxiety, and some are like borderline personality <laughs> disorder. You dissociate all the time. Is the owl a narcissist? I think so. <laughs> Your face got so serious. This is I'm now a sorry. Winnie the Pooh fan <laughs> podcast, guys. You don't know the lore between between the behind the mental illnesses of Winnie the Pooh. You don't know the lore of the Hundred Acre Wood. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, "Why don't they say woods? <laughs> Get into this wood." Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> okay, you're not in. The, you're not in the. <laughs> Okay, let's... You're not in the wood, you ain't in the hood, bitch. <laughs> okay. Hi, everybody. God, I can't even make it two minutes anymore. We tried our best. We're talking I should about not Winnie have said, oh, you said, oh, dear. dear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what a very real mental illness we can educate on? This is ADHD. And I'm sorry. You're Mine has been running to it live rampant. here. <laughs> Mine has been bad for weeks. So this is, you're hearing it. Yeah. My uh, doctor, I went in to see my doctor for my shoulder pain because I'm 80 years old and I slept (laughs) wrong once a month ago. And now like my hand is numb. So, um, Of course. Just drink water. I'm sure they just do stretches and Uh, maybe you're, you have anxiety. That's probably no, but then we started talking about my anxiety. Fun fact. I have it. Um, (laughs) and we were talking about, she's like, well, that seems like a lot of undiagnosed ADHD. And I was like, Oh, I've been diagnosed by my sister. (laughs) Don't worry. She lived with me for a year and she was like, Hey, by the way, (laughs) you probably have ADHD. I mean, that's, that's my life's journey. I just let people know. And she was saying how like you with ADHD, you do stuff to like, you have to have everything a certain, like you come up with a list of things you need to do before you could get to this one list, this one thing on the list. And I was like, 
that is literally how like my day operates. Like yeah. if I have like back when I was in grad school, if I need to do like research and writing and stuff, I was like, okay, then I need to fold my laundry. I need to hang up my laundry. I need to vacuum. I need to make sure like my desk yes. is clean. I need to like make sure everything is clean. My bed is made. Everything's put away. Then I can sit down and do my schoolwork or whatever. You know, so this is actually something I recently realized, like it had been affecting me and I've been diagnosed with ADHD since I was like 12 and I've been on meds for it. Okay. But you know, no, no, no. Because sometimes, you know, people, I'm not saying in this context, but sometimes they're like, oh my God, my OCD and they don't have it. Yeah. So this is like sharing of it, of someone who's been through it and someone who, you know, both of us still learning about it. We're learning. We're learning. Um, But I think that's something I only recently saw where people were speaking about it. And I was like, that's what that is. Like, I didn't understand that that's what I was doing, but I actually, that I do that as well. And I didn't put it to the cleaning point, but if I need to do homework, I have to clean everything. Yeah. Like I can't I have to sit, clean that first. Cause I can't focus if there's no. like a pile of laundry in my eye. And like you in my know periphery. what? I gotta be real, especially since I have meds for it. I think I could live, <laughs> but in my mind, it feels like life or death. Like if, if yes. there's anything, like I want it to be perfect. But the thing is I get through all of that maybe, or maybe half the list. And then and it's, then the it's like the 9 PM and you're like, oh, guess God, I didn't I do have, homework. I have three hours to finish this before it's due. And it's yeah. like this giant paper. Yeah. Cause I just have so much I want to do first. There's and just not enough time in the day. It's just like hard to figure. <laughs> it's hard to prioritize tasks. Like it's hard to be like, I don't, I also think of a million things I want to do in a day if I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Because think your homework, let's just use this example. There's an actual deadline and there's an actual significance. If you don't hit that deadline, your laundry (laughs) is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. If you you wait till after you do your homework to put the laundry. They're already wrinkled. It's done. They've already been sitting there a day. You gotta run the wash again because they've been sitting in there for so long. (laughs) And you decided today, right now, when you have a deadline. what is this podcast about? It's not. Oh, it's Frasier. (laughs) You know what? We were talking about mental disorders and he is a psychiatrist, so. Yeah, well, this is why we love the show. Exactly. Because we both love reframing reframing we reframed it as we reframe the brother's crane Ooh, (laughs) you're so good so are you so before we get into everything we're gonna talk about mental illness for like 30 more minutes per (laughs) no it is fraser's podcast related don't worry we we are still talking about (laughs) fraser we do have a couple things to announce or like discuss at least we made a top 10 list. Oh yeah. I forgot. Oh my God. I forgot about the crazy, like two weeks we've had. Yeah. Um, no, you discuss, you were like the hell you held, you held the helm. You, I don't know what any of those words mean. Okay. I don't know the, I don't know. Held (laughs) helm. I know that one. (laughs) A defining moment from Sarah. What's helm? (laughs) I well, think it's like you. That's like you're on the helm of something. I don't right. know what held the helm. Focus. Is. Sorry. Sorry. I have to define first. <laughs> okay. Uh, I woke up one morning and we had an email, and quite honestly, I thought it was spam at first. I was like, 
someone's emailing us. We've gotten us. some legit emails, but very rarely. It's well, yeah, been, and sometimes it's, it's just like, March, you have so. a podcast, and it'll just be Spotify, like, Letting selling us you know something. something. So yeah. I was like, what is this? But they're like, hey, like, we have this blog, and we just want to let you know you made the top 10, like, Frasier podcast. And I was like, what? And it was, like, based on listeners and feedback or something? Yeah, or? like, they had, like, the ratings of all of them and, like, the descriptions, and it was really cool. I think we were number five. Yes, five. Um, so that was really exciting to even be on there. Which I had to tell friends and family, like, yes, there are more than 10 Frasier <laughs> podcasts that exist. Hey, that's honestly actually crazy. And there are some friends on the list, too. So it was cool to see their, their yeah, names. Yeah, like, it's cool to see some of the other KCL. podcasts that have been coming up. Will and Jace. Um, oh, my God. I'm totally going blank. But the UK one is so good. Uh, oh, the Happy Brothers? Yes, they're number one, right? Uh, yeah, they're up there. They're like one or two, I think. But Number one is the UK guys. Really? I thought, oh yeah, I guess, well, I can't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I could pull it up. The, the person behind, it's Maris Crane, the desk of Maris Crane, from, at, from the desk of Maris Wait, Crane really? is part of that podcast. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. And uh, he shared it with us too. He shared the news with us. It was just a really cool, exciting time. Vamp. <laughs> vamp, actually, vamp. All right. Um, oh, we're listening. A Fraser Pot fam. Podcast. Sorry, yes. Let's That's correct number it. one. You're right. It is UK. Then number two is Will and Jace. Fiveger, which I actually hadn't heard of. It's a cool concept, though. It's like if you don't have time to watch the episodes, it goes through the episodes and covers it in five minutes. Oh. I would honestly really. That would be you know great. What? We research. should do that. We should use it for our research. I know we can credit them because mm-hmm. that's a great way to like concisely. Like we I'd love to just have know an episode how- where we our episode that we pick we don't watch ahead of time and do like our actual normal research and we, and just, we just base just it off stumble of stumble our way. Through. We base it off of the fives or one. <laughs> that sounds fun. That's a good challenge. Okay. And live from KSEL and then us. Yay! Woo! And then I don't have an account on the website, so I'm sorry. I'm thinking, sorry, guys. But I don't, we'll get I one can't soon. see everybody else on the list. It stops after But congrats five. to our friends that we follow and interact with on Instagram. Yeah, it's really cool that someone put that list together, and now we've learned of a couple new podcasts. You Ooh. all have learned. I think we got a few ads, too. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's that's from true. there. but I don't know. I think we gained some traffic. We got some traffic. I don't know. It just felt good. Like, if- we've been doing this for fun. It's been kind of silly. It's such a niche topic. We've touched base with like such a cool little community, but like, I don't know. It's hard to like argue or like how we take it seriously and stuff, you know? And so like to just, I don't know, little thing like this is nice to get a little recognition. Yeah. And I feel like in the last two weeks as well, at the same time as that, we had a lot more fans like coming to us, DMing, commenting. It's and really that nice. was really sweet to like even just hear someone say like I found your podcast that's amazing like or like that they connected with you yeah so I love that I love people saying like how they f- how they like those Frasier episodes even if you don't like it I, I love, love hearing, hearing you hearing don't that. like it like that's what we're here for y'all had some discuss. great takes because sometimes we don't like the episodes we're covering it's just it's we a just, matter we're just of like covering it because it's theme it's the theme it's important to like a character development it's it's relevant 100%. But sometimes you can't win them all. You cannot win them all. So. Also, last week, when we did our, our last episode, mm-hmm. um, when I we did our theme song bit. Yeah. Um, 
our um, a listener who's also my our aunt. Hi, Aunt Bitsy. Um, <laughs> she's like, you know what you're singing, your theme song tune or like your jingle. Uh huh. It's Wayne's World. I've never. I don't Wayne's even know. World. Oh, Excellent. I think you started it, didn't you? Party, it's me. It's my oh, okay. fault. You went along with it because uh, you're I you're right don't or die. Yeah, but I'm you're too young to know. Solid. I thought you were. So original. we have to watch Wayne's World eventually. So that's a wrong to write. Yeah, because I totally you... was like, we'll write a jingle and it'll sound like this, and like I was to- totally just stealing Wayne's World. Excellent party time. Well, well, can all also, be perfect. <laughs> One last big news before we get into the episode is we have a date for the reboot. Oh, yeah. You better scoop. To the reboot. To the reboot. Scoop. Doobie doop to the reboot. All right. What song is that? I'm pretty what sure What are you that's selling me? TLC? I don't know. Salt and Pepper? Salt Shoot. and pepper. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. <laughs> Salt and pepper. It's late. We're actually like recording at midnight. I just want everyone to know this. We once again talked for like four hours <laughs> and we're like, oh wait. We hadn't seen each other in a week. So, you know, there's a lot to catch up on. Um, yeah. October 12th. Reboot premieres. Oh, that's so soon. That's going to be so fun. I it needed to be in the fall. And uh, they released some screenshots of the show. I didn't see anything recognizable like from the episode we were in. We were in. <laughs> <laughs> the one we guest starred in. <laughs> you can wait to no. see us. Uh, my laugh definitely guest started. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch episode seven and hear your wait, laugh. Wait, is it eight? I thought it was seven for Lilith. Okay, whatever. Oh. I'm, but I definitely laughed on purpose pretty loud and obnoxiously so. because I was like I at least want to hear my laugh because I always love hearing a distinct laugh when yeah. I watch Frasier there's like, a couple there's growing a, up I always <laughs> noticed there's this, like that guy really liked that joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was hamming it up so we'll see we'll see what made the cut maybe we'll do like a a bonus we should re- do a react <laughs> well no react to the episode we reacted to <laughs> We're definitely going to do some content related to the new one. Yeah. Whether that's just a segment within a regular episode or if it's a little mini episode, you know, I don't know. Are they doing it like a binge and watch all of them or is it going to be episodic? I didn't find that out. If you know, let us know. DM us, email us at thecraneraframe at at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Thecraneraframe. The crane reframe. At the crane reframe. The crane reframe. The crane reframe. <laughs> follow us. DM us. Like us on uh, follow us and subscribe on your streaming thing that you listen to podcasts. <laughs> I'm so bad at like pushing things. <laughs> but, Shameless. Like, sh- it's, I have so much shame. <laughs> When, they, when people <laughs> when someone says shameless plug, I'm like, oh, it's it's a shameful plug. <laughs> Full of shame. Please subscribe and rate us and review us. Thank you. It helps us a lot. Um, I on. am happy, though, that the reboot's coming out soon because when we saw the episode we went to live, March. they said, like, we have no idea when this is coming they out. Have no idea. And then the writer strike yeah. and the actor strike. And I feel like I feel like they did finish before then because it seemed like they were in the last couple episodes. But, yeah, like, I did not 
I don't know if it would even be this year. It was, it's been silent. And it's crazy. Time. I feel like just a year ago, we weren't even sure what was happening with it. So it's it pretty crazy that we're already getting it. And I feel like Frasier just gives me like cozy fall winter vibes. I can't wait. And it is going to be fall. It's going to be so good. And I think you might maybe you're thinking about going to Seattle around that time. What if oh you're my in Seattle God. when Frasier reboot premieres, even though it takes place in Boston, but still it's like nostalgia vibes. How perfect would that be? You're just like cozied up in a hotel room watching Frasier. I didn't even think of that, that that coincides. It's literally that week. Manifest that. Yeah. Manifest it. All right. Should I get into it? It's been a long time. Since you've gotten into it. <laughs> oh, you might have talked for a long time. It's like we've, riding a bike. You can always get into it. We've talked for like 45 minutes to almost 20 minutes. That's acceptable. Okay. All right. So for the last two episodes, we were in the doghouse. And the two episodes before that, we were all hailing Rosalinda. You know what? I think that this week, Roz is in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> I tried doing a bark. It was horrible. I think you did really good. Just, Chris, can you just edit a bark over that? <laughs> just a very realistic bark. He's going to now add that copy. We're going to have and sound effects. Arf, arf. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing season two, episode 12. And the reason I'm doing this episode is because for the next two episodes of mine and Sarah's. And ours. Actually, it's three episodes because we're going to do a special third where we collab on one episode. Never before seen. Should we say episode one more time? We're really confuse them all. Yeah. Episode. Um, episode. Episode. <laughs> I'm actually having an episode right now about an episode. <laughs> okay. Very episodic. Of you. <laughs> we're doing Roz and Bulldog theme. Wow. <laughs> slash sexual assault. <laughs> Slash, Uncomfortable. <laughs> slash awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, Roz is in the Doghouse, season two, episode 12. This premiered on January 3rd, 1995. I was a little seven and a half year old. I was negative four at this point. Negative four. This was BS. <laughs> this was, <laughs> this total, was before Sarah. This is total BS before Sarah. Directed by James Burroughs. So IMDb has written by David Angle, Peter Casey, David Lee, but Rotten Tomatoes and the Wiki fan page for Frasier has Chuck Randberg and Anne Flett Giordano. Giordano. So, so there's some contention. I'm going to say the it's latter contested. two are correct, and maybe the IMDb's like general, like... Yeah, that makes sense. Probably like the head writers. I don't know. But I'm going to give it to Chuck and Anne for this one. Congrats, Chuck and Anne. <laughs> You want Chris, this fight. put in an applause for Chuck and Ann, please. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so this is the first episode where Roz's name is in a title. Really? Yeah. Like, she has her name in the title. Roz what in the Doghouse. What season is it again? Season two. Wow. So this is like, yeah, we're, Roz is a key player in the series, She's you know? She's been a key player. She's... But Shutter now we're, we're putting her in titles. She honestly, do you think she could handle her own spinoff? Yeah, I think. Um, Perry Gilpin, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Insightful. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perry Gilpin, I think, deserves her own show. Like, yeah. just her main character. Main character energy. I don't know what a raw she show gives. would be, but I think you could have done it, you know? Oh, man. The opposite the dates. of what Frasier deals with. He's yeah. constantly on dates, and he's a professional and his personal life. No, dealing you're so with, right. Now, she has, her daughter, Alice, is a teenager, dealing with a teenager Dealing with being like a boss ass bitch. Wow, where is her spinoff? Okay, NBC. We'll write to Perry. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll fund it. <laughs> we'll produce this. Let's get some donations. I'll sell some candles or something. <laughs> figure it out. Okay, so we start off. We're at KCL. We're there. Set the scene. They lit a candle. <laughs> They're watching Frasier. They're playing Sudoku. Now put Sudoku down. <laughs> Blow out the candle. You're back in KCL. <laughs> okay, we're in KCL. So, Fraser and Roz doing the show per usual. They go to a commercial break, and right away, immediately, like, Roz runs out of the station, and she's like, I have to move my car. I parked it in, like, whatever, short-term parking. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get a ticket. So, she's running, and you see, you know, that big window behind the booth? Yeah. So, you see her, like, running, and then you see Bulldog, like, bend down to tie his shoe, which, surprise, didn't know Bulldog could tie his shoe. He must have just learned. He must have just learned. Practicing um, a new skill. Burn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ouch. So, she trips over Bulldog in the hallway, and it's, like, this big commotion. Everyone comes running over to her. Um... And my favorite part of this scene is like Fraser's like, oh, does this hurt? And he like grabs her ankle <laughs> and she just screams <laughs> like the best scream ever. I hate when people do that. Like anything about like, does this hurt or like smell this? It's like, therapy. it's like, it's along the same you lines. You already know just the like, answer. Yes. Yes. It does smell bad. Yes. It does hurt. I literally just hit it. Yeah, like I'm just holding my ankle in pain. As a grown woman, I'm not like a four-year-old. Anyways, so basically it's that all happens. It cuts to Roz's place. First time we're inside Roz's place, I guess. Wow, so. So I'll say it's got like this really nice, cozy 90s cottage core kind of vibe to it. Like, I would yeah, like to cute. live there, single woman, like eat 20s, big 30s. Too. Yeah. At least for like living on your own. Yeah. I mean, it has like an actual like booth table, like built in. I know in. that table is so cool. I would love that. It looks like a little clamshell kind of. Yeah. Um, but, but she's all laid up in her bed. Frazier walks in. And behind her bed are, like, 30 pairs of boots, which, like, is hilarious to me because these boots never get, like, brought up again. Yeah. Like, okay, she's from Wisconsin, so there's, like, I guess a little bit of country vibe to that. But she doesn't, like, outright be, like, I'm into country. Yeah. Music or, like, anyways, there's just a are lot they, of- like, cowboy boots? Yes. You know, every time I watch that scene, I hear the dialogue about it, and I've never once noticed the boots. Because you're probably offended by this joke, Sarah. <laughs> Frazier says, that's a nice collection of boots you have there. Wouldn't it be easier to just put notches on your bedpost? <laughs> that's her friend. <laughs> <laughs> May we remind you? <laughs> what the hell? So 
It's also a great burn, though. It's pretty concise. <laughs> but anyways, it would be a good burn if it was his enemy, but it was... Yeah, it's like Roz, who's injured right who now. Who he considers, like, his employee, too. Yeah, so... Uh, she's like, uh, they're all mine, by the way, which is like, okay, but now I have more questions. Why do you own so many? <laughs> now the episode revolves around finding so out this why is she all has about so many boots. Roz's boots collection. We lured you in. We're not talking about Bulldog. <laughs> Sorry. We have a 60 minute psychoanalysis on, on the, the boots. boots. <laughs> So she's like, oh, you never been to my place. Like, what do you not like it? And he's like, no, no, no. I, I admire your courage. What Again. a fucked up. You literally. Oh. Just one after Pretty the sure other with so the insults. so fucking unhelpful. He just wanders in, blows in from fucking. <laughs> no one asked you. No one asked you to come. <laughs> no, you just showed Shut up. up. She's stuck in bed. Can't, can't even escape. She can't even leave if she wanted to. And so he goes on about how, like, so Freud said two things will make us happy, work and love. And she's like, oh, Frazier, that's so sweet. And he hands her all this work to do. Again. He brought her his fan mail. I know this is a Bulldog Raws episode, but I just have to get through Frasier, this. Frasier, still Frasier's. <laughs> Frasier's Frasiering hard in this episode. Um, yeah, he brought her his fan mail to respond to. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. Roz asks, who is it? You hear, it's Bulldog. <laughs> and Roz's like, shh, pretend we're not here. And Frasier's like, you just said who is it. <laughs> That is so funny to me. It's really funny. It's a good joke. Um, and he walks in. Obviously, they let him in. And he's like, wow, this whole place is a bedroom. Arf! <laughs> you want to go for one of your barks again? It was horrible last time. Chris, one more bark, please. <laughs> Thank you. So he came by because he felt bad for injuring her. He brought her some deli. Pastrami, coleslaw. Hey, where's the French fries? Where's my French fries? This stinks. This is total beer. Oh, there they are. <laughs> and he finds the French fries. He has to have a medical condition from his blood pressure being raised so often. There's definitely like... We sat down with Bulldog's doctor. <laughs> so tell <laughs> us. <laughs> What's his... Uh... I'm not blood a doctor. <laughs> What's his What's blood his... type? <laughs> What's his blood pressure? We got the, we asked some real in-depth <laughs> they're questions. Like, they're like 80 over 190. I actually don't remember what's normal. I just pronounced him dead. 80 over 190 I think is pretty bad. I think the 80 is okay, but the 190 is where it's we. It's like 130. Like 130s I think yeah. is good. Well, it's Look, actually we're not really doctors. healthy. Don't listen to us. Let's say 100, 200. We're like, thanks. That was. <laughs> that was Bulldog's doctor. So Bulldog goes into the kitchen and he's, she doesn't want to eat, but he's like, do you want a drink? And she's like, hell yeah, basically. So he goes into the kitchen. He starts prepping all the food or whatever and pours the drinks. Um, Frazier has to leave though right now. He has to go to the opera. <laughs> the opera. <laughs> Thanks. And Roz is like, please don't leave. Like, Bulldog's just going to hit on me. And Frazier's like, with a sprained ankle? 
You know how it is in the jungle. They always go after the sick and the lame. <laughs> like, I love the way she says it too. I know. She delivers her lines so well. Oh, it's just such God. a, like, punch to them. Just the intensity and, like, her throaty voice yeah. is just, like, perfect. But he can't stay. He's meeting people at the opera and he has the tickets. So His he life leaves. is so hard. His life is very difficult. Frasier um, hate. <laughs> so Bulldog comes out. He's like, you know, this is nice. You and me having a drink together. And she like chugs the alcohol. And she's like, it's been fun. Bye. She's ready for him she to go. She wants him to scared. leave. Like creeped out. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Frasier could be 10 minutes late to the opera. I'm sorry to make sure. Yeah, like, especially like in this day. Okay. In this day and age. In this day and age. So obviously not the 90s. And obviously, as we'll get into, there end up being like, like two-way street feelings. Yes. But what we're shown, and if I if it were me in the office and some man like came up to me, groped me, kissed me, mm-hmm. and I'm telling my friend like, Bro, like he's gonna make a move on me, and I didn't even ask him and to then come he's over. At your house, yeah, like and I, you're stuck in bed. You know what my question is? Why does he know where she lives? Like, what? I don't know if you can comment as someone who is alive. Maybe in the there's 90s. like a social aspect to it. That's true. Maybe I mean, I just wonder. You, you just know, like, like infer that they do social stuff together all together. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or like if it's a They're work wacky thing where you knew where people the lived. That's true. They are the wacky game. Maybe it's before there was rules about finding addresses of your coworkers. Yeah. So he's feeling good and he sees her painting her nails in bed, her toenails, which is like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You just broke your ankle, but maybe it's like to make your ugly foot be better. Bored. Yeah. And uh, he's like, why'd you only paint two toenails? And she's like, because it hurts too bad to reach. <laughs> So he offers to paint the rest while doing so. Of course, he creepily compliments her feet. Yeah. And she's like, you don't think they're too big? And he's like, no, I can fit these in my mouth easy. <laughs> That's what? the most wild, like, no, don't worry about it. I can put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. No, they look nice is a normal answer. Yeah. It's just feet is a normal answer. But also Feet is no longer considered a fetish because it's so common that people are into them. Just a fun fact. I'm personally am not. I'm not saying that because I know I just want to <laughs> I don't clarify know how fun everybody. that fact is. <laughs> just a feet fact. Just a little foot fact. <laughs> foot fact. Um, she's kind of like looking at him painting her nails and she's like, wow, this is like nice, surreal, but nice. It's like, hey, if I'm nice to you, I figured you'd be nice to me. So obviously this is what she thinks. She rolls her eyes and starts yelling, I knew it. You came over here acting all sympathetic, but you're still the same horny low class slime ball you've always been. Wow. Delivered with perfection. Yeah, I would exit immediately if that was said to me. And then right away, (laughs) Bulldog. Hey, before you say something that ends up offending me. After the most like heinous thing to say to him. (laughs) Yes. It just shows you how well they're matched as like like um, contemporaries isn't the right word, but just like against and with each other, you know? Like there's such a good challengers. Yeah. (laughs) Opponents. Opponents. Um he's like, I just was wondering if you'd be interested in producing my show, you know, you're the best there is. He's she's like, Really? He's like, goes without saying. 
Well, Frazier goes, goes without saying it every day. Good job, Sarah. Thanks. You haven't seen it 800 times. <laughs> it's like, take your time to think about it, but just know when I set my mind to something, I get it. Also, a warning sign. That is a threat. <laughs> that is male to female threat. When I, when I set my mind to getting something, I get it is run immediately. <laughs> is call, call the, the cops. cops. <laughs> Quit your job, relocate. Change your name. Put on a fridge. <laughs> Light a candle. <laughs> Play Sudoku. In your new place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're in Frazier's apartment. Roz is, again, laid up and on the couch this time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting her leg rubbed down by Daphne, which makes sense because Daphne is a massage therapist, a physical therapist, a house Ooh. manager. What is Daphne? Whatever they want her to be. Really? Yeah. We'll talk about that in a different theme. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We will talk about but that. Yeah, she has a very real talent and skill. <laughs> which and like is knowledge. Physical therapy, yeah. which like is helps people. Actual like a lot of school and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so Ra's like, wow, this feels amazing, Daphne. Like whatever Frazier is paying you, it's not enough. Daphne's like, actually, I need a raise to get me to not enough. Zing. Second dig <laughs> at Frazier on how he treats like his employees. Yeah. Come what on, is that? Frazier. You're going off to the opera. You're leaving your producer who just sprained she her ankle. just told With someone work? else that you're not like, you don't like share don't her, praise her praise her or anything. And you don't Daphne's pay Daphne. getting underpaid and also like made to do everything in the house, literally. That's like the what's wild to I guess this is in Daphne episode, but it is wild to me that she does so many roles and in the beginning at least, or there's parts where she mentions not being paid enough. Like there should be a whole episode on that. And there will be, there will be Martin and Niles come home. Of course. I just love that everyone gets home all at the same time. You'll see. So Niles bought Martin some new shoes. They have tassels. Never. Sorry, I think I was about to say a line in the show thinking it was an original thought. Nope, it's not. Oh. You've just, you're blending your brain with <laughs> Fraser World yeah. and they become one. Never thought he'd be a tassel guy. <laughs> That's what he says, isn't it? That's not in this episode. That's really? a different episode they talk about tassels. <laughs> and that's why I think I thought it was funny. Wait, like- does Martin say that? I think Niles says it in um, if Niles my says coffee it, it's, with Niles. Okay, yeah, it's not because he episode. talks about the tassels on his shoe, and so I think it's funny yep. that he got Martin tassel shoes. Yeah, I mean he's all about the tassels now, spreading the tassels. Season two, tassel takeover, tassel takeover, a <laughs> great tassel hassle of two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm just tassels just on the tip of my tongue now, and I'm just say more T words. Individually, these <laughs> shoes are handmade by an artisan working in the hilltop village of Florence. Niles is like, the man's a hero there. It's an event when they when he completes a pair of shoes, they ring the cathedral bell and the whole town celebrates. That sounds like a very nice place to live. And does sound beautiful. It sounds life. like a Disney movie. <laughs> and there's a girl there that reads all the time and she's really weird because she reads books all the time. <laughs> That's the village I'm thinking of, Belle. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Roz is like, there's a town that needs a bowling alley. <laughs> Way to go, Roz. Your ankle may like be hurt, but you your got sass it. is on. on. 
is at work. There we go. <laughs> Did it. I think it's funny because I feel like now, if you heard a town only had a bowling alley, you'd be like, well, they need like something else. They need please. like nightlife. They need like this or that. Have you been to a bowling alley bar? I would love to go. Oh, I, sh- I do girl. enjoy bowling alleys. There's one near us that has the best karaoke and it's an old bowling alley. It's not like a new, like not one of those new $800 to go bowling. (laughs) You must buy like chicken fingies. (laughs) Not the chicken fingies. We will be going this week. We will report back. It's awesome. Um, a lot of locals, a lot of, a lot of fingies. A lot of fingies. Not, that not the chicken sounds kind. like a threat. <laughs> not the chicken kind. <laughs> Wash your fingies. So then, of course, Frazier comes home. He asked Roz excitedly if she heard the show. You know, I was at the top of my form. I did a brilliant job cutting a narcissist down to size. <laughs> Great joke. Great joke. Round of applause. Thank you. Uh, and then he cuts to Martin doing a great eye roll. Love it. Mm-hmm. Dad, new shoes? Do I hear cathedral bells? <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding, which I think he does in the song episode. He loves so, a ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, he, he does love a ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah. So Frazier's like, Rob, I'm so sorry about last night. I hope you didn't have to spend like all night fending him off or whatever. Um, like he gives a bulldogs. fuck. Oh, all of a sudden you're so sorry. Yeah. Whatever. No, I hope not. it was you okay do- so I don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, feel bad, Frazier. <laughs> feel bad, Frazier. Sassy Sarah. <laughs> Strikes again. Strikes again. She's like, it actually was a really nice night. Like, I had a good time. And he's like, oh. Suspicious. And Ra's like, what? Oh, well, I couldn't help but notice. Bulldog came to work today wearing the same clothes he wore yesterday. And Niles is like, oh. Of course, Niles has to pitch in. Martin comes in. What's going on? Niles is like, Ross slept with Bulldog. Literally no one has confirmed. the worst thing. (laughs) What was the last episode we talked about? Like rumors and shit. Yeah. Gossip. At least Especially she's there to witness it all happen. your telling you something. Like, why do you need to be, like, jumping to... It's not even, like, your, it's your brother's friend. Let's be honest. True. It's early seasons. Like... It's early days. Early days. Like, Roz and Niles don't have a, a thing yet. As in friendship. They're not sleeping together, okay? Don't go but starting rumors, Niles listeners. Niles heard about it, yeah. He <laughs> started rumor. Uh, she's like... She's obviously offended, and Frazier's like, I mean, he brought you a gift last night. He's obviously after something, and Daphne's like, that's not fair. Dr. Crane always dro- is always dropping by and bringing me little gifts. And he, <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot think about it ever since our listener, Kellen, told us <laughs> that about he's going to have a drinking game. game every time we do an English accent. Now I'm overthinking it, and I want to do, like, <laughs> South get African... <laughs> You ready to drink, Helen? This one's for you. That's not fair. <laughs> Dr. Crane is always dropping by and bringing me little gifts, and he's not after anything. That's pretty good. Better than past ones. Actually, but yeah, we've grown. We've learned. <laughs> it's hit or miss, honestly. That's no sign of the things to come. <laughs> Can't promise you anything. I love that line, though. First of all, the naivety. Because <laughs> Fraser and Martin. No. The pan... Their eyes and faces panned to Niles. 
And there's just the knowing look between all three of them. But where is she? She's just kneading <laughs> away on Roz's stupid leg. Just kidding. We love your leg, Roz. <laughs> your stupid leg. Yeah, like she's so oblivious. And then it also sucks because Roz also picks up on it. So now it's just like it's Daphne planting thought a she was seed. helping. But now it's just proving their point. Like, oh, yeah, men are only doing that if they want something from So you. true. So Roz is like, look, I didn't sleep with him. He didn't even hit on me. He actually wanted something from me, though. He wants me to leave you and become his producer. And Frazier, all cocky and shit, is like, oh, I wonder why he said that. Again, why? Why do you need to be a jerk? It's be- as Roz says, it's because he really wants me, which I'm like, Roz, girl, you just you set him up. Set you did, you up really set yourself up for that. And of course, Frazier takes the bait. Oh, I'm sure. I think does. that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, for his show. That's exactly how she says it. To that him. was good. Your impressions are just spot on. Drink to that, Kellen. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> um, He's, like, basically saying, like, look, whatever he wants from you, he's going to say that to you. Because he knows, like, if he straight up goes for it, he's going to be denied. So he's going to work in all these other subtle ways. And that's just such a fucked up idea. Yeah. It's really, we're going to get into this. Because she's like, this is so insulting. You think he just wants to sleep with me. It doesn't even occur to you that he thinks I'm a good producer. Which, like, I've dealt with this, like, with past Mm -hmm. relationships. If I... Get, got praise from a professor or a boss or something, or I got an opportunity or something, it literally was thrown in my face like, oh, well, they obviously want to sleep with you. Yeah, or because- they obviously think you're hot or something. And first mm-hmm. off, <clears throat> no, okay? I don't think like that about myself anyways. So for someone to say that yeah, on like, its own, that's I'm just like, think. okay, no, it's unrealistic just for objectable facts to me personally. Objectable. Object. Objective. I don't know what word you Yeah, said, you know, like objective but I love it. things. I'm just saying if it's not a word, it should be Anyways, but a man thinking that I got somewhere because of like someone wants to to hook up with me or is attracted to me is like bullshit. Because well, I'm talented thing. as hell. Yeah. And I'm smart as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me there. A hundred percent. But to men, some men, not all men. Hashtag. No. <laughs> that was the saddest hashtag ever. You hashtag. feel like a resigned hashtag. Got to throw it in there. A lot of men think that men earn things because they deserve them. And women only earn things when someone wants to sleep with them. So. Yeah. That's but just great. Like it's women are It's hilarious because I've also received praise and opportunities from women mentors or yeah, women so leadership, what? but that comment was never made to me during that time. Yeah, no. And then also what, like that's such a disservice to men to even spread that. Like you think men can't appreciate talent. Men can't do the right thing of it promoting just reveals someone or something about themselves like, more than it does about w- the actual situation. Like you're not someone who thinks about what value a person adds to something. You yep. just think about sex. Yep. So that's what you project on people. Boo. That's really tragic. Be a well-rounded person. Yeah. So first she's like, you're being naive. And she's like, I'll tell you what naive is. Naive is somebody who thinks he can stand there and talk Ooh. to me like Ooh. that without getting a crutch up his 
butt. Say it. <laughs> I wish she said ass. Ugh, I know. I prefer, for some reason, I'm more off put by the word but. butt. I know. It's just kind of a sad note to end on. I was like, come on, Roz. You really almost we had there. We know how there. she would have said yeah. it. Yeah. But I just feel like they've said ass in the show, I right? Think so. Yeah. I just feel like Martin's called weird. Frasier an ass or something. I feel like maybe they didn't want to say it as like an actual like a threat to oh, a body like part. A crutch. Up. Well, no, I mean, yeah. they already said butt. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. And he still is doubling down. He's like, Bulldog's manipulating you. You can't see it. I'm an expert at human behavior. And Ugh, she's like, I oh, I've heard your expert advice. The only mental disorder that you've ever cured is insomnia. And he's like, oh, I'm surprised you had the time to listen. What, with being so busy with your ultra-demanding pr- producing tasks, answering phones, and pushing buttons? My God, a cockatoo with a strong beak could do what you do. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. I don't know how Fraser that talks like, like that. The most to fancy people he cares about. It's first off, yeah, like how dare you? But also it's like the fanciest <laughs> burn. I'm like, a cockatoo with a strong beak. Like you had to think of the strong beak. You and couldn't just cockatoo. say a bird. <laughs> like Yeah. You know cockatoos don't have strong beaks. Like, why do we have to go that far? Yeah. And she's like, then hire one. And I'm saying all this dialogue. I know it's dialogue heavy right now because these references come into play later. Okay. So I apologize if that bothers you. It's necessary. It's necessary for the episode. So she's like, then hire one because I'm taking the job with Bulldog and that's it. I'm out of here. And this is the funniest fucking scene ever it it makes me laugh up there with like niles three valentines just saying i know it's only like 20 seconds but it still serves so she starts hobbling slowly (laughs) away on her crutches everyone's watching we got daphne martin niles fraser all watching and she just looks back after taking like five steps like take a picture because i'm out of your life You've seen the last of me. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> Just keeps- you gotta keep adding something to keep the effect. And then she gets to the door and is like, damn, my purse. <laughs> No one helps her. They just keep taking, not even Daphne, not even Martin, like nobody. And they like just pitifully watch her. But it just made me think of the previous episode where we talked about like getting snagged on a door, like after trying <laughs> to leave. Like, and it's just like so humbling. You're just like, oh damn it! It's the same kind just of trying thing. to make a statement. <laughs> it's just like leave all upset, and Fraser's just like watching her. Like, all right, get it out of your system. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Okay, so we're now back at KCLA. KCLA? <laughs> Sorry, that's, I think, a TV station what? in LA. <laughs> we're at KACL. Castle. We're in the booth. Frazier's dealing with his new airhead producer, Bruce. Bruce. He reminds so f- me of the shark. Yep. Fish are friends, not, not food. food. <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> Take a shot. So he ends up just taking a call himself because he's so frustrated with this guy. It's a woman suffering from fear of abandonment. And then, of course, the call drops. Hilarious. <laughs> love it. I love the plays on, like, issues people are facing with what can go wrong. Yeah, whether it's in the show, like, that Fraser hosts or, like, Niles' Niles's group <laughs> sessions. Those are really funny. So good. Fun fact, the caller's of Rosie Perez. <gasps> 
Yep. She later returns as Roz's friends that Roz wants to introduce to Frasier in season super. 11. Super, super, super. Yes. Very good. Um, season 11, episode 22. And obviously everything goes wrong. They get like handcuffed or glued to each other or something. Enchanté. We'll get there later. Also another fun fact, Rosie Perez was originally a choice to play Daphne if the creators decide to make the housekeeper uh, Latina. Just a fun fact. I don't know. So, anyways, <laughs> sorry, I forget. Like, where are you? Cause I, <laughs> no, because I think I read about that, but I forget like the like what ultimately made the decision, or if it was just about like the actresses or what. Yeah, I I didn't read in too deep. I don't know. I was trying to. There I was, was some far trivia. away. I was I'll give to that credit to the Fraser Wiki page. So if you've oh, read man. that, thank you. I got that trivia from you guys. Thanks, Fraser Wiki. Mm-hmm. So the show, their show ends, or Frasier's show ends, Roz and Bulldog come in with the gong, they're psyched, they're like ready for the show, and Bulldog looks at Frasier, and he's like, oh, long week no see, like, were you ignoring me because I stole your lady or whatever? Also f- cool that Also he says, stole your chick, which is like, cool, property, chick, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. Not producer. <laughs> Interesting. Frazier brags that he and Bruce are doing just fine. And Roz is like, oh, yeah, I heard Bruce. What happened? Did the cockatoo want too much money? (laughs) See, guys, I had to go through all that dialogue for that burn. That was a great burn. Great callback. Cockatoo you, Roz. That was a great (laughs) joke. (laughs) So you can see that Roz and Bulldog have great chemistry on the show. She's Obviously into sports. I think we know this by now in the series. She serves it right back to Bulldog. She shares her opinions. She makes fun noises with little horns and stuff. Yeah, she gets into it. Yeah, she's fun with it for sure. Um, And then we cut to like Frazier with his producer, like finding the right producer challenge. And it's this montage of different producers <laughs> that he's going through. And there's like music, right? Like oh, I feel like it's one of those scenes that we again I'll get don't there. see. I'll okay. get there. So in the montage we get a smoker, a cat lady, cleavage girl, mm-hmm. which again proves our point that he only sees women like that. Yeah. Because he's so distracted by a girl with cleavage. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's almost like it's their body. It's almost like they're just boobs. (laughs) (laughs) And then stressed out guy and sleeper old man. Tag yourself. I'm stressed out guy. Hashtag stressed out guy. (laughs) It's me. Um, We're also forced to hear this terrible song. (laughs) I personally think it's terrible, but I did a little research on the song. Okay. This is a defining moment. Okay. Defining moment. Defining moment with Ashley. Mm Mm-hmm. The song is Mr. Pitiful. It's performed by Andrew Strong from the 1991 musical film The Commitments, which was about a Dublin band who wanted to sing soul music. And it was kind of like not accepted and not like their vibe or the town's vibe Mm -hmm. and in the movie that got a nomination for a grammy and for an mtv or movie award in 1991 they cover a bunch of soul music from otis redding one of otis redding's songs is mr pitiful I did not have time to listen to mr pitiful otis redding version i cannot say if i like that version 
In the context of this montage, it being the early 90s, I just, that song is, and maybe just being in the show and it not fitting with the vibe of the show, I just could not handle it. Pending approval for the Uh, original. I just didn't like it. That's interesting that, so, I mean, it was a version from a movie musical, even though it wasn't originally, but I just think that's interesting because there was also like buttons and bows. There's a couple songs that are just from musicals. Yeah. I was going to say at least. Not like regular (laughs) Yeah, they didn't use Otis Redding's version. They used the musical version. So, anyways, it's just very 90s. Maybe if I watch the movie and I see. Yeah, maybe if I see the movie and I hear the song within the movie, it'll sound fun, but I don't know. Okay, so we're in Cafe Novarosa. It cuts to Niles and Fraser talking. Oh, you think you had a bad week, you know? And he goes on about how their gardener Yoshi hacked through one of their prized topiaries. And Fraser's like, I never understood why you wanted your hedges all shaped into animals. And he's like, Maris and I love animals, but she's unable to have pets. And like, he has to stop this delivery of a line because there's an applause and like laughter break. It's so funny. He's like, she distrusts and he, she distrusts anything that loves her unconditionally. The line is golden. Yes. And while he's saying it, it's like he realizes what he said. And he's like making like a look like, oh shit. (laughs) I didn't even catch that, that he made that look. That's funny. Yeah. Watch it again. It's funny. Um, He's like, oh yeah. Hedges cut into attractive shapes. Like that could be my reality instead of this, like where my job is at risk and like my friendship is all screwed up. And he goes on and on about his problem. And now it's like, it's all. When you create these problems. (laughs) Yes. He did. Who do you have to blame? You just went in hard and insulted her for like two days. Yeah, like it, again, once again, I'm cr- going to criticize how he could say these things, although obviously then it wouldn't be a show, but it could be like, hey, Roz, it's Bulldog. Like, just keep that in mind. I don't want to see you get hurt. Mm-hmm. But yes, you're an amazing producer. He's lucky to have you. Also, I am sad to see you go. Like, at yeah. what point does he even say, like, I'm going to miss you? He's like, I feel like we're going to get through this whole podcast series and like end up hating (laughs) Frasier. We're always just like Frasier's Frasier again. We've been on a Frasier hate tirade lately. We're going to have to have some endearing episodes. We're cutting to those. We've had a lot where like his dynamic with some of the other characters, especially some of the beginning episodes are difficult. And with Mm -hmm. Roz. It is like settling into everything. Yeah. So I just am like. How are you? I know I, I personally think also it comes from the fact that he doesn't want her to leave, that he is shitting on everything, you know? Like Oh, yeah. It's defense. It's insecurity. It's but, also like the need to always be right. You yeah. Know? And we'll get into that in a second. Um, Daphne and Martin come in. They just went shoe shopping. And he's like, Martin's like, I'm going to save, you know, the shoes that you bought me now. Don't worry. Like for special occasions mm-hmm. for only when tassels will do. <laughs> I just love that phrase. Uh, he says it so like condescendingly. Martin. I'm like, when only castle, tassels will do. <laughs> um, and he gets all excited. He's like, look, they light up when I walk. <laughs> His new shoes. Which like, just so- where are adult shoes with light up? Uh, lights. Oh my god, I would buy them instantly. Because like they that was my like dream. Like we just I, stomp really yes, hard. I think I had a cup like two pairs growing up, like yeah. over my childhood, where they lit up and then it was like I was too cool for anything like that. And now I'm just like, I only want light up shoes, please. <laughs> Me throwing a fit at 
Payless shoes. <laughs> Where are the light ups? <laughs> they don't now. light up, Mom. <laughs> well, I need them now because I'm old and I need to see where I'm going. Imagine. I'm just joking. They're just giant flashlights. <laughs> little flashlights. <laughs> like the little headlights you were camping. Yeah. But like on your shoes. How cute. They have like a night vision version. Ooh. It's all green. Um, What is this? Shoe idea? <laughs> what is this? The shoe idea podcast? <laughs> trademark, trademark. Trademark. Do not steal our idea. Stamped. Okay. Stamped. Signed. Approved. Notarized. Mm-hmm. And basically... He goes on to them about, like, all his issues with what's going on with Bulldog and Roz. And he's feeling sorry for himself. And they're basically giving him kind of, like, shit. Like, yeah. Martin's being a little sassy. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, these things, you know, you know. Sorry your show didn't do well today. Like, these things ebb and flow. Like, I don't know. Like, you see, like, Bulldog's show's been doing great lately. <laughs> Hmm, why do you think that is, you know? Interesting. What's the changing factor here? Mm-hmm. And Daphne's like, I don't see what's so hard about telling Roz that you're wrong. And he's like, you don't understand. It's not the same as dad being wrong or you being wrong. I have a degree from Harvard. Whenever I'm wrong, the world makes a little less sense. Ha 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 What's that narcissist, narcissist thing you said earlier? For real. I would be so upset, especially if someone I cared about was like, it's fine when you're wrong, but I can't be wrong. I know. It's like, I'm supposed to know better than you. It's like, you're dumb because I went to Harvard. You're stupid. I got into a school, so. (laughs) I got into a school. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So Daphne's just like, look, buy Ross some damn roses and beg Mm -hmm. for forgiveness. Buy Ross some damn roses. Oh, sorry. Sorry, let me redo that. Daphne's like, Buy roll some damn roses. <laughs> By God, Fraser. <laughs> By God, Fraser, get her a dozen roses. Stat. Stat. Get on your damn knees, boy. Beg for forgiveness. <laughs> now the little Kennedy at the end. Weird. All kinds of stuff in there. That's, all, that's what Chris says. Concerned. <laughs> Got all kinds of things going up there. Going on up there. Yep. Guess what, guys? There's a lot at the end of the tunnel. We're making <laughs> way to the end of this episode, I promise. It's almost over. We're on page 10 of my notes. Okay. Of 10. Oh, wow. Yep. Then, I've, like, da- many. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, right when you got it, I just really cut you down. <laughs> sorry. Okay, Frazier. Yeah, sorry. I went to Cal State Fullerton. When I'm wrong, things make a little less sense. I haven't graduated. I'm not shocked at all when I'm wrong. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Shrug shoulder. I actually haven't been paying attention. Sure, whatever you say. I don't really care that much. I actually do, but it'll take me like three weeks to tell you. I won't even realize that I care until two weeks later. If it feeds your ego, then fine. Sure, whatever fine makes, by me. Will it make my life easier right now if I just go along with what you say? <laughs> We're getting really deep. Okay. This is very specific. Roz's place. We're at Roz's place. Her cute place. Bulldog and Roz, they're working on like production stuff at her place. Boots of plenty. Boots. So many boots. <laughs> There's a lot of boots happening. Boundless boots. <laughs> Boundless boots. <laughs> 
A bounty. <laughs> a boot bounty. A bounty. It's a boot board ha- border house. A boarding great house. boon of boots. A boon of boots. Mm-hmm. Mm, you're doing it. You're doing it really good, and you're tired. <laughs> She's yawned like four times, guys. Sorry. And I've held in all my yawns for you guys, because you don't need to hear that. She's just sleepy Sarah. We already I'm know this. Sleepy Sarah. Why I'm right now. I'm standing Sarah. I'm going she to is, great lengths. I told to her to stand away. up. So I've been literally moving. Yawning. She's literally swaying Sarah. <laughs> swaying. Swaying Sarah. <laughs> She's literally just been standing, struggling, Sarah. struggling, and swaying. Sleepy. Yep. All right. You have a spacey. I'll take a picture right now and I'll post it to our Instagram when um. When we air the episode. Yeah. So they're kind of arguing about some schedule stuff. And she's like, look, you can't do that because I got you an interview with Wayne Gretzky. Do you know who uh, Wayne Gretzky is, Sarah? Hockey player? All right, good. He was like, yeah, he was a big, I know something. He's known as the great, which is, you'll hear that in a second. Oh. So Bulldog is like, this is awesome. This is total brilliance. This is a pinched nerve. <laughs> Classic. Which, look, I feel you, but. I've been dealing with that for a You've month. You've been dealing with that. It actually isn't a nerve. It's something with muscle. I'll tell you about it later. But um, so Roz starts rubbing his neck like a good friend. You know, like he painted her toes. There was nothing sexual. He didn't hit on her, kind of. So now she's like, oh, let me help you. Like, honestly, if someone I knew had a pinched nerve, I, I would try like, to help in that that's moment. That's like a medical moment, you know? Like if a someone's back seized up or something like that, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you got to help. So that's what she's doing. And he's like, wow, Wayne Gretzky, the great. Roz, you're the great one. You're some kind of producer. And she's like, I'm having a great time. I owe you, Bulldog. I owe you big. Which I'm like, can you just be specific? Because this man (laughs) will take, you give him an inch, he'll go a mile for sure. Not that it's her fault. It's not. I'm not blaming. She knows who he is. And she knows that she's worried about him hitting on her. So... I don't know, like maybe a boundary you have is like, how about like, be I, careful what you say. I want to take it, like, I want to get you dinner or like, I don't know, just say yeah. specifically what you owe him and what you owe him for. True. <laughs> um, and literally when she says this, he gets activated. It's like it's he powers on funniest. like, watch his face when she says this in the episode. I just love the way, like the way his body moves as she's rubbing his shoulders, his shoulders and he just slowly looks up and he the looks, light casts like a shadow on his eyes. Like his brow and he's and just he like just opens his eyes and looks up and like has a smirk. <laughs> like he has been activated. And so she's like, we have great chemistry. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I like chemistry. I flunked it, but I like it. And then he's like, hey, you have any more of that like whiskey still like from the other night? And she's like, yeah, of course. So she's like in the kitchen getting it. While she's in the kitchen, he like basically gets naked. I mean, to his boxers. Um, Which him ripping off the shirt. Yes, just rips off. I want to say this scene is a great physical comedy moment. Yes. I also want to say I didn't realize Wild Turkey was a whiskey. It is. And I feel like the whole time I was like, why are they just like slicing deli meats? And like. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That technically 
could be true because but he brought Delhi before. Yeah, and and then everything she was saying, I was like, how does this doesn't really make sense? A wild like, turkey. And he's like, make it a double. Like what? Yeah. Subway? Because double meat. <laughs> yeah, the double. And then she was like, oh no, because I want you to keep up with me. And I was like, what? Like he's gonna get tired protein? after eating turkey? Like, oh yeah, tryptophan. Yeah, I made up a whole storyline. Wow. See, that's why you gotta sometimes ask questions. You, yeah, you gotta look things up sometimes. <laughs> yep. Give it a goog. <laughs> Give it the old goog. Um, so she she's getting the drinks and they're kind of talking to each other. He pulls out a giant a giant boombox, starts playing like romantic music. He starts throwing. He has this giant bag too, like Mary Poppins yeah, style, which is also terrifying. I'm like, I would if someone walked in with that bag. It, and you didn't really need it at my house. I'd be like, what, what's in the bag though? Even if I was like, like you're on a date with someone or whatever, like you're anticipating whatever he thinks he's anticipating. He's and like, he brought I that brought bag. my fuck bag. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> please show me all the contents right now. You are not whipping something out of there. And I need a black light, please. Yes. <laughs> black light. <laughs> You just sign a contract. Um, yeah, that was so bizarre. I'm like, where did this bag come from? How did he enter the premises with this That's bag? That's true. Like, we're going to work on work. What is she? He pulled. <laughs> <laughs> He's dragging this giant boombox in. <laughs> Grunt noises. Yeah, what the hell? Um, they're having this whole conversation, though, while he's doing this, and she's getting the drinks, which is taking a very long time, but TV, you know? Yeah. It's gotta, all double entendre. Vamp. <laughs> yep, vamp it up. It's all double entendre. He thinks they're talking about sex, hooking up. She thinks they're talking about work. So if you listen to the conversation, it can go either or. They leave it broad, obviously, for that case. He also does a lot of things that I just wonder about for one he puts the feather in his underwear yeah well that's where the prize is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is I, I just am wondering why why the feather there like what you're doing with it it's so she can go touch the feather she can tickle herself with the feather oh. do we really need to go well, into this yeah I our mom is listening i'm sorry mom would actually be able to tell us <laughs> she said five kids that you said that. <laughs> um it's just a fact <laughs> And then he also throws the rose petals on the bed and then has a lighter and he's like just waving it around, but he waves it underneath the bed sheets. And I'm concerned about how that's not going to catch why something on fire. Why does he do that? That I don't know. Can like someone I felt DM like, us and tell us why, what the point is that like making like, like a sm Oh, it's to warm it up. So the to bed's warm. warm. the bed? You can use a lighter? I mean, and he's fire. I, can't I, I wouldn't, know. I personally wouldn't use that. <laughs> I wouldn't. You literally have a heated blanket. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you would use. Or, but it was the or 90s, your body. They just discovered fire. So. They just discovered rude. Mm -hmm. It was BS. I'm sorry. Total BS. So she comes out with the drinks and immediately just screams, seeing him laying on the bed with the this feather the in his screen. underwear. <laughs> so she does two screams in this episode. Hopefully she got paid more for those two screams. For real. And she starts hitting with the pillow and she's like, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. Get out of my house or whatever. She throws his clothes out her balcony door, like whatever window. And he's like, what? Like, let's talk about this. Like, I was just miscommunication. Like, you're sending me mixed signals. No, she's getting drinks. No. She's getting drinks. Mm -hmm. And she opens the door to get him out. And who's there? 
and he says, "I'm, I'm listening." And that's you know the end of listening. the freaking episode. You know what <laughs> he's listening for? So uns- it's so unsatisfying it's, to me. I feel like it's obviously the like. Well, he's holding, yeah, he's holding flowers. Like, he's going to apologize. But he says, I'm listening. And you could assume it's like, well, okay, what happened? But I also take it as like, tell me you, I I was right. Tell me you know I was right. Dude, that is the most, like, unsatisfying part is that we're all fighting for Roz and being like, fuck Frazier for thinking this. Like, she is getting this job on her own merit. And to be fair, she does do an amazing job and his mm-hmm. show is doing really well. She's getting him Wayne Gretzky. She's obviously, like, yeah. someone who takes initiative, someone who cares about her job, someone who goes all in, and that's showing in the show. Mm-hmm. But both can be true. And that's what I want to argue, is, like, yeah. Bulldog can want her for her skills and also mm-hmm. be a slime ball and attracted to her and do something like this. Yeah. It doesn't, yes, okay, in this moment, Fraser's right, but that's the part that's so, like, it angers me because, like, yeah. he gets the satisfaction of, like, being like, I told you so. It's also funny because Fraser in other episodes talks about how he has so much faith in people in the world that they're good. And, like, this one, he's so cynical about it at the expense of his friend. And I 100% agree. I think. Especially with the last Bulldog episode we did when he like counted on Bulldog to like do the right thing. Yeah. Why didn't he have a conversation with Bulldog and be like, hey, treat her right? I wonder maybe if we looked at the um, seasons, I feel like that's a narrative that's developed later where they're like, oh, goody Frazier. Like it stops being like Frazier's on his high horse all the time. And instead like Frazier thinks we should all be doing the right thing all the time. It's a so, different kind of high horse. Yeah. So I think there is that difference. Um, I think the Bulldog definitely wanted her for her producer skills because she is amazing. But I think that he is always ready to sleep with a woman. I so, think he's a green light guy. I think so too. The fact that he had that bag, I wouldn't be surprised if he just had that all the time. It's just like instead of like a serial killer having like a killer bag kit, you know, in his yeah, trunk. Yeah, which is just so creepy. It happens. Um, he just has like a fuck bag. But that's what it reminds me of too. Yeah. So that's why. Just let like, all the guys know out there who listen, don't do that. <laughs> don't kill people. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. This is not a true Standing crime podcast. Up. <laughs> Ashley's on her high horse again. <laughs> But yeah, so that is our first foray into the relationship between Roz and Bulldog. And it starts off pretty crazy. There's like some mutual respect. There's some some mutual hate. There's some non-mutual attractions. Yeah, and it's I feel like they get along and we saw their chemistry on his... Show. His show, like, yeah, I think that she's better suited for a show like Bulldogs. Yes, even though it's also funny because I feel like she can be very like feminist, like you know, against like gross things that some men do. Yeah, and then his show is very much about that. But it was interesting, like for her job, like she leaned into that and made it work and made them both play off each other. And the feminist part for me comes into play for when she is standing her ground as a producer on his show, like being like, Oh, like giving him sass back and like fighting for her. Yeah. And also like, I booked this for you. Like I know what's best for the show. Like I'm the boss bitch. And she was able to do so much more when she was also interactive instead of just like, 
answering Fager, calls. The next call is this, and that's it. Yeah, like, exactly. I think that that would have been better suited for her. Mm, good take. Obviously, she still got very far. Mm-hmm. The end of the series and everything, we know. She was still able to grow. Um, but I think Bulldog did challenge her in a way. And I'm interested for us to cover the next couple of episodes because yes, it does start off develops. very much like, huh, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe we get along, but also he's still creepy. Mm. But to him, he's also saying mixed signals, which I don't really agree with, but you know, yeah. he seems like he really thinks she's into him. So it's a gray area, you know, it's not black or white. Yeah, I mean, he didn't act on anything. He was just, well, aside from being naked, that was too much. That is And his co-workers, gross. it's a lot, but I mean, he didn't like... It's not like to when her. she came out and screamed, he like was like, yeah. what? You want this? Yeah. He was like, wait, what's happening? Like, and okay, then he left. And he leaves and he's all mad about his wallet being in his clothes. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who cares? So we hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next two episodes in this theme as well. Of Roz and Bulldog. Roz and Bulldog. Roz dog? Roz dog. That's Bull- actually pretty good. Bullinda? Linda. Rosalind dog. Rosalind dog. There it is. Like it. That is going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> Surprise. Rosalind you already dog. know. It is one in the morning here, Sarah. So I think it's time to Call do a quits. rhyme and do a rhyme say, on your own time, <laughs> which is not now because here's wishing you a good day. And good mental health. Bye. 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 Adios. The Crane Reframe, a Frasier fan podcast, is brought to you by Another Mr. Productions and is hosted by Ash Baker and Sarah Hale. Executive producers, Ash Baker, Sarah Hale, and Chris Sakura. Produced and recorded by Chris Sakura at Voyager Studios. Edited by Ash Baker, Sarah Hale, and Chris Sakura. Intro theme is Midnight Walker by Wendy Marchoni. Outro theme is Hanzo by Martin Landstrom. Oh! <laughs>